chapter eight of the posy ring a book of verse for children by various authors this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c story time poems and i made a rural pen and i stained the water clear and i wrote my happy songs every child may joy to hear william blake the fairy folk come cuddle close in daddy's coat beside the fire so bright and hear about the fairy folk that wander in the night for when the stars are shining clear and all the world is still they float across the silver moon from hill to cloudy hill their caps of red their cloaks of green are hung with silver bells and when they're shaken with the wind their merry ringing swells and riding on the crimson moth with black spots on his wings they guide them down the purple sky with golden bridal rings they love to visit girls and boys to see how sweet they sleep to stand beside their cosy cots and at their faces peep for in the whole of fairyland they have no finer sight than little children sleeping sound with faces rosy bright on tiptoe crowding round their heads when bright the moonlight beams they whisper little tender words that fill their minds with dreams and when they see a sunny smile with lightest finger tips they lay a hundred kisses sweet upon the ruddy lips and then the little spotted moths spread out their crimson wings and bear away the fairy crowd with shaking bridal rings companies hide in daddy's coat beside the fire so bright perhaps the little fairy folk will visit you to-night robert bird a fairy in armor he put his acorn helmet on it was plumed of the silk of the thistle-down the corslet plate that guarded his breast was once the wild bee's golden vest his cloak of a thousand mingled dyes was formed of the wings of butterflies his shield was the shell of a ladybug green studs of gold on a ground of green and the quivering lance which he brandished bright was the sting of a wasp he had slain in fight swift he bestrode his firefly steed he bared his blade of the bent grass blue he drove his spears of the cockle seed and away like a glance of thought he flew to skim the heavens and follow far the fiery trail of the rocket star joseph rodham drake the last voyage of the fairies down the bright stream the fairies float a water lily is their boat long rushes they for paddles take their mainsail of a bat's wing make the tackle is of cobwebs neat with glow-worm lanterns all complete so down the broadening stream they float with puck as pilot of the boat 
the queen on speckled moth wings lies and lifts at times her languid eyes to mark the green and mossy spots where bloom the blue forgot-me-nots o baron on his rosebud throne claims the fair valley as his own and elves and fairies with a shout which may be heard a yard about hail him as elfland's mighty king and hazelnuts in homage bring and bend the unreluctant need and wave their wands in loyalty down the broad stream the fairies float an unseen power impels their boat the banks fly past each wooded scene the elder copse the poplars green and soon they feel the briny breeze with salt and savor of the seas still down the stream the fairies float an unseen power impels their boat until they mark the rushing tide within the estuary wide and now they're tossing on the sea where waves roll high and winds blow free a mortal vision nevermore shall see the fairies on the shore or watch upon a summer night their mazy dances of delight far far away upon the sea the waves roll high the breeze blows free the queen on speckled moth wings lies slow gazing with a strange surprise where swim the sea nymphs on the tide or on the backs of dolphins ride the king upon his nosebud throne pales as he hears the waters moan the elves have ceased their sportive play hushed by the slowly sinking day and still afar afar they float the fairies in their fragile boat further and further from the shore and lost to mortals evermore w h davenport adams a new fern a fairy has found a new fern a lovely surprise of the may she stamps her wee foot looks uncommonly stern and keeps other fairies at bay she watches it flourish and grow what exquisite pleasure is hers she kisses it strokes it and fondles it so i almost believe that she purrs of all the most beautiful things none brighter than this i discern to be a young fairy with glittering wings and then to discover a fern a the child and the fairies the woods are full of fairies the trees are alive the river overflows with them see how they dip and dive what funny little fellows what dainty little dears they dance and leap and prance and peep and utter fairy cheers i'd like to tame a fairy to keep it on a shelf to see it wash its little face and dress its little self i teach it pretty manners it always should say please and then you know i'd make it so and curtsy with its knees a the little elf 
i met a little elfman once down where the lilies blow i asked him why he was so small and why he didn't grow he slightly frowned and with his eye he looked me through and through i'm quite as big for me he said as you are big for you john kendrick bangs one two three it was an old 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 lady and a boy that was half past three and the way that they played together was beautiful to see she couldn't go romping and jumping and the boy no more could he for he was a thin little fellow with a thin little twisted knee they sat in the yellow sunlight out under the maple tree and the game that they played i'll tell you just as it was told to me it was hide and go seek they were playing though you'd never have known it to be with an old 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 lady and a boy with a twisted knee the boy would bend his face down on his little sound right knee and he guessed where she was hiding in guesses one two three you are in the china closet he would cry and laugh with glee it wasn't the china closet but he still had two and three you are up in papa's big bedroom in the chest with the queer old key and she said you are warm and warmer but you are not quite right said she it can't be the little cupboard where mamma's things used to be so it must be in the clothes press grandma and he found her with his three then she covered her face with her fingers that were wrinkled and white and wee and she guessed where the boy was hiding with a one and a two and a three and they never had stirred from their places right under the maple tree this old 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 lady and the boy with the lame little knee this dear 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 old lady and the boy who was half past three henry c bunner what may happen to a thimble come about the meadow hunt here and there where's mother's thimble can you tell where jane saw her wearing it fan saw it fall ned isn't sure that she dropped it at all yes a mouse carried it down to her hole home full of twilight shade small soul can she be darning there er the light fails small ragged stockings tiny torn tails did a finch fly with it into the hedge or a reed warbler down in the sedge are they carousing there all the night through such a great goblet brimful of dew have beetles crept with it where oak roots hide there have they settled it down on its side neat little kennel so cozy and dark has one crept into it trying to bark 
have the ants covered it with straw and sand roomy bell tent for them so tall and grand where the red soldier ants lie loll and lean while the blacks steadily build for their queen has a huge dragonfly borne it how cool to his snug dressing-room by the clear pool there he will try it on for a new hat nobody watching but one water rat did the flowers fight for it while undecried one selfish daisy slipped it aside now has she plunged in it close to her feet nice private water tank for summer heat did spiders snatch at it wanting to look at the bright pebbles which lie in the brook now are they using it nobody knows safe little diving bell shutting so close hunt for it hope for it all through the moss dip for it grope for it tis such a loss jane finds a drop of dew fan finds a stone i find the thimble which is mother's own run with it fly with it don't let it fall all did their best for it mother thanks all just as we give it her think what a shame ned says he's sure that it isn't the same b discontent down in a field one day in june the flowers all bloomed together save one who tried to hide herself and drooped that pleasant weather a robin who had flown too high and felt a little lazy was resting near a buttercup who wished she were a daisy for daisies grew so trig and tall she always had a passion for wearing frills around her neck in just the daisy's fashion and buttercups must always be the same old tiresome color while daisies dress in gold and white although their gold is duller dear robin said the sad young flower perhaps you'd not mind trying to find a nice white frill for me some day when you are flying you silly thing the robin said i think you must be crazy i'd rather be my honest self than any made-up daisy you're nicer in your own bright gown the little children love you be the best buttercup you can and think no flower above you though swallows leave me out of sight we'd better keep our places perhaps the world would all go wrong with one too many daisies look bravely up into the sky and be content with knowing that god wished for a buttercup just here where you are growing sarah orne jewett the nightingale and the glowworm a nightingale that all day long had cheered the village with his song nor yet at eve his note suspended nor yet when eventide was ended began to feel as well he might the keen demands of appetite 
when looking eagerly around he spied far off upon the ground a something shining in the dark and knew the glowworm by his spark so stooping down from hawthorn top he thought to put him in his crop the worm aware of his intent harangued him thus right eloquent did you admire my lamp quoth he as much as i your ministry you would abhor to do me wrong as much as i to spoil your song for twas the self-same power divine taught you to sing and me to shine that you with music i with light might beautify and cheer the night the songster heard this short oration and warbling out his approbation released him as my story tells and found a supper somewhere else william cowper thanksgiving day over the river and through the wood to grandfather's house we go the horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through the white and drifted snow over the river and through the wood oh how the wind does blow it stings the toes and bites the nose as over the ground we go over the river and through the wood to have a first-rate play hear the bells ring ting a ling ding hooray for thanksgiving day over the river and through the wood trot fast my dapple gray spring over the ground like a hunting hound for this is thanksgiving day over the river and through the wood and straight through the barnyard gate we seem to go extremely slow it is so hard to wait over the river and through the wood now grandmother's cap i spy hooray for the fun is the pudding done hooray for the pumpkin pie lydia maria child a thanksgiving fable it was a hungry pussy-cat upon thanksgiving morn and she watched a thankful little mouse that ate an ear of corn if i ate that thankful little mouse how thankful he should be when he has made a meal himself to make a meal for me then with his thanks for having fed and his thanks for feeding me with all his thankfulness inside how thankful i shall be thus mused the hungry pussy-cat upon thanksgiving day but the little mouse had overheard and declined with thanks to stay oliver herford the magpie's nest a fable when the arts in their infancy were in a fable of old tis expressed a wise magpie constructed that rare little house for young birds called a nest this was talked of the whole country round you might hear it on every bough sung now no longer upon the rough ground will fond mothers brood over their young for the magpie with 
exquisite skill has invented a moss-covered cell within which a whole family will in the utmost security dwell to our mate each female bird say let us fly to the magpie my dear if she will but teach us the way a nest we will build us up here it's a thing that's close arched overhead with a hole made to creep out and in we my bird might make just a bed if we only knew how to begin to the magpie soon every bird went and in modest terms made their request that she would be pleased to consent to teach them to build up a nest she replied i will show you the way so observe everything that i do first two sticks cross each other i lay to be sure said the crow why i knew it must be begun with two sticks and i thought that they cross should be said the pie then some straw and moss mix in the way you now see done by me oh yes certainly said the jackdaw that must follow of course i have thought though i never before building saw i guessed that without being taught more moss straw and feathers i place in this manner continued the pie yes no doubt madame that is the case though no builder myself so thought i whatever she taught them beside in his turn every bird of them said though the nest-making art he'd never tried he had just a thought in his head still the pie went on showing her art till a nest she had built half-way she no more of her skill would impart but in her anger went fluttering away and this speech in their hearing she made as she perched o'er their heads on a tree if you all were well skilled in my trade pray why came ye to learn it of me when a scholar is willing to learn he with silent submission should hear too late they their folly discern the effect to this day does appear for whenever a pie's nest you see her charming warm canopy view all birds nests but hers seem to be a magpie's nest just cut in two charles and mary lamb the owl and the pussycat the owl and the pussycat went to sea in a beautiful pea-green boat they took some honey and plenty of money wrapped up in a five-pound note the owl looked up to the moon above and sang to a small guitar oh lovely pussy oh pussy my love what a beautiful pussy you are you are what a beautiful pussy you are pussy said to the owl you elegant fowl how wonderful sweet you sing oh let us be married 
too long we have tarried but what shall we do for a ring they sailed away for a year and a day to the land where the bong tree grows and there in a wood a piggy wig stood with a ring at the end of his nose his nose with a ring at the end of his nose dear pig are you willing to sell for one shilling your ring said the piggy i will so they took it away and were married next day by the turkey who lives on the hill they dined upon mince and slices of quince which they ate with a runcouple spoon and hand in hand on the edge of the sand they danced by the light of the moon the moon they danced by the light of the moon edward lear a lobster quadrille will you walk a little faster said a whitening to a snail there's a porpoise close behind us and he's treading on my tail see how eagerly the lobsters and the turtles all advance they are waiting on the shingle will you come and join the dance will you won't you will you won't you will you join the dance will you won't you will you won't you won't you join the dance you can really have no notion how delightful it will be when they take us up and throw us with the lobsters out to sea but the snail replied too far too far and gave a look askance said he thanked the whitening kindly but he would not join the dance would not could not would not could not would not join the dance would not could not would not could not could not join the dance what matters it how far we go his scaly friend replied there is another shore you know upon the other side the further off from england the nearer is to france then turn not pale beloved snail but come and join the dance will you won't you will you won't you will you join the dance will you won't you will you won't you won't you join the dance lewis carroll the fairies shopping where do you think the fairies go shopping to buy their blankets o'er the snow when autumn comes with frosty days the sorry shivering little fays begin to think it's time to creep down to their caves for winter sleep but first they come from far and near to buy where shops are not too dear the wind and frost brings prices down so falls their time to come to town where on the hillside rough and steep browse all day long the cows and sheep the mullion's yellow candles burn over the heads of dry sweet fern all summer long the mullion weaves his soft and thick and woolly leaves warmer blankets were never seen than those broad leaves of fuzzy green the cost of each is but a shekel 
made from the gold of honey shekel to buy their sheets and fine white lace with which to trim a pillow case they only have to go next door where stands a sleek brown spider's store and there they find the misty threads ready to cut into sheets and spreads then for a pillow pluck with care some soft-winged seeds as light as air just what they want the thistle brings but thistles are such surely things and so though it is somewhat high the clematis the fairies buy the only bedsteads that they need are silky pods of ripe milkweed with hangings of the dearest things autumn leaves or butterflies wings and dandelions fuzzy heads they use to stuff their feather beds and yellow snapdragons supply the nightcaps that the fairies buy to which some blades of grass they pin and tie them beneath each little chin then shopping done the fairies cry our summer's gone oh sweet good-bye and sadly to their caves they go to hide away from winter snow and then though winds and storms may beat the fairies sleep is warm and sweet margaret deland fable the mountain and the squirrel had a quarrel and the former called the latter little prig bun replied you are doubtless very big but all sorts of things and weather must be taken in together to make up a year and a sphere and i think it no disgrace to occupy my place if i'm not so large as you you are not so small as i and not half so spry i'll not deny you make a very pretty squirrel track talents differ all is well and wisely put if i cannot carry forests on my back neither can you crack a nut wolf waldo emerson a midsummer song oh father's gone to market town he was up before the day and jamie's after robins and the man is making hay and whistling down the hollow goes the boy that minds the mill while mother from the kitchen door is calling with a will polly polly the cows are in the corn oh where's polly from all the misty morning air there comes a summer sound a murmur as of waters from skies and trees and ground the birds they sing upon the wing the pigeons bill and coo and over hill and hollow rings again the loud halloo polly polly the cows are in the corn oh where's polly above the trees the honey-bees swarm by with buzz and boom and in the field and garden a thousand blossoms bloom within the farmer's meadow a brown-eyed daisy blows and down at the edge of the hollow a red and thorny rose 
but polly polly the cows are in the corn oh where's polly how strange at such a time of day the mill should stop its clatter the farmer's wife is listening now and wonders what's the matter oh while the birds are singing in the wood and on the hill while whistling up the hollow goes the boy that minds the mill but polly polly the cows are in the corn oh where's polly richard watson gilder the fairies of the cauldron low and where have you been my mary and where have you been from me i've been to the top of the cauldron low the midsummer night to see and what did you see my mary all up on the cauldron low i saw the blithe sunshine come down and i saw the merry winds blow and what did you hear my mary up on the cauldron hill i heard the drops of water made and i heard the corn ears fill oh tell me all my mary all all that ever you know for you must have seen the fairies last night on the cauldron low then take me on your knee mother and listen mother of mine a hundred fairies danced last night and the harpers they were nine and mary was the glee of the harp strings and their dancing feet so small but oh the sound of their talking was merrier far than all and what were the words my mary that you did hear them say i'll tell you all my mother but let me have my way and some they played with the water and rolled it down the hill and this they say shall speedily turn the poor old miller's mill for there has been no water ever since the first of may and a busy man shall the miller be by the dawning of the day oh the miller how he will laugh when he sees the mill dam rise the jolly old miller how he will laugh till the tears fill both his eyes and some they seized the little winds that sounded over the hill and each put a horn into his mouth and blew so sharp and shrill and there said they the merry winds go away from every horn and those shall clear the mildewed dank from the blind old widow's corn oh the poor blind widow though she has been blind so long she'll be merry enough when the mildew's gone and the corn stands stiff and strong and some they brought the brown linseed and flung it down from the low and this said they by the sunrise in the weaver's croft shall grow oh the poor lame weaver how will he laugh outright when he sees his dwindling flax field all full of flowers by night and then um spoke a brownie 
with a long beard on his chin i have spun up all the tow said he and i want some more to spin i spun a piece of hempen cloth and i want to spin another a little sheet for mary's bed and an apron for her mother and with that i could not help but laugh and i laughed out loud and free and then on top of the calden low there was no one left but me and all on top of the calden low the mists were cold and gray and nothing i saw but the mossy stones that round about me lay but as i came down from the hilltop i heard afar below how busy the jolly old milner was and how merry the wheel did go and i peeped into the widow's field and sure enough was seen the yellow ears of the mildweed corn all standing stiff and green and down by the weeder's croft i stole to see if the flax were high but i saw the weaver at his gate with the good news in his eye now this is all that i heard mother and all that i did see so prithee make my bed mother for i'm tired as i can be mary howitt the elf and the dormouse under a toadstool crept a wee elf out of the rain to shelter himself under the toadstool sound asleep sat a big dormouse all in a heap trembled the wee elf frightened and yet fearing to fly away lest he got wet to the next shelter maybe a mile sudden the wee elf smiled a wee smile tugged till the toadstool toppled in two holding it over him gaily he flew soon he was safe home dry as could be soon woke the dormouse good gracious me where is my toadstool loud he lamented and that's how umbrellas first were invented oliver herford meg merrilies old meg she was a gypsy and lived upon the moors her bed it was the brown heath turf and her house was out of doors her apples were swart blackberries her currants pods o broom her wine was dew of the wild white rose her book a churchyard tomb her brothers were the craggy hills her sisters larch and trees alone with her great family she lived as she did please no breakfast had she many a morn no dinner many a noon instead of supper she would stare full hard against the moon but every morning of woodbine fresh she made her garland ding and every night the dark land knew she wore and she would sing and with her fingers old and brown she plaited mats of rushes and gave them to the cottagers she met among the bushes 
old meg was brave as margaret queen and tall as amazon an old red blanket cloak she wore a ship hat had she on god rest her age bode somewhere she died full long agone john keats romance i saw a ship a-sailing a-sailing on the sea her masts were of the shining gold her deck of ivory and sails of silk as soft as milk and silvern shouds had she and round about her sailing the sea was sparkling white the waves all clapped their hands and sang to see so fair a sight they kissed her twice they kissed her thrice and murmured with delight then came the gallant captain and stood upon the deck in velvet coat and ruffles white without a spot or speck and diamond rings and triple strings of pearls around his neck and four-and-twenty sailors were round him bowing low on every jacket three times three gold buttons in a row and cutlasses down to their knees they made a godly show and then the ship was sailing a sailing o'er the sea she dived beyond the setting sun but never back came she for she found the lands of the golden sands where the pearls and diamonds be gabriel satune the cowboy's song mooly cow mooly cow home from the wood they sent me to fetch you as fast as i could the sun has gone down it is time to go home mooly cow mooly cow why don't you come your udders are full and the milkmaid is there and the children are waiting their supper to share i have let the long bars down why don't you pass through the mooly cow only said moo mooly cow mooly cow have you not been regaling all day where the pastures are green no doubt it was pleasant dear mooly to see the clear running brook and the wide spreading tree the clover to crop and the streamlet to wade to drink the cool water and lie in the shade but now it is night they are waiting for you the mooly cow only said moo mooly cow mooly cow where do you go when all the green pastures are covered with snow you go to the barn and we feed you with hay and the maid goes to milk you there every day she speaks to you kindly and sits by your side she pats you she loves you she strokes your sleek hide then come along home pretty mooly cow do but the mooly cow only said moo mooly cow mooly cow whisking your tail the milkmaid is waiting i say with a pail she tucks up her petticoats toddy and neat and places the three-legged stool for her seat what can you be staring at mooly you know 
that we ought to have gone home an hour ago how dark is it growing oh what shall i do the mooly cow only said moo anna m wells end of chapter eight recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c